Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to Inside the Firm. I'm your host, Al Gitterdun Gore. Oh, that's his name. <laughs> I'm here with Lance Surprise Psycho. Yes. There's a surprise coming up. We don't oh, even know about it. Some people are not happy with my surprises right now, and those are people who are seeing their construction brothers for the first time, and it is a mess. It is and a I'll mess. And I'll get into why it's a mess and, and why it pertains to you, why it pertains to your clientele, and what you should be aware of, because I have a statistic that will blow your mind if you don't already know about it. Blew my mind. Gonna blow Al's mind. Blew my wife's mind. Blew my uh, one of my employees' mind. It's, it's mind-blowing. It's going to be messy with all those minds blown. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go straight into it. Two things I got to talk about. One, <clears throat> we are putting the finishing touches on the Architect 2 Builder So course. exciting. So exciting. I know a lot of, a lot of you reached out um, and put yourselves on the list to get the pre-discount. You still have time to do that. Nice. If you email me at akg at f9productions.com, you can get... When we come out with pricing, you're going to get a discount that no one else can get if you email me before the 12th. I told all of you that I'd reach back out to you next week, which is this week. We're still putting the finishing touches on it. So <clears throat> those should be wrapped up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before the Friday launch. So you'll send it. You'll get a special email from me. Um, honestly, some of the things that we're putting into it, like the, the new uh, spreadsheet about how to get your bids and do them in orders and how to break them down. What you said was great. Like after you edited it, mm -hmm. you're like, this is empowering. Mm. This is going to empower. I said that last night uh, at the end of the day to Al Gore. Yeah. Because honestly, one of the hardest jobs of becoming a builder is knowing what to do and everyone that needs to do it. And when, then schedule. And wh when to do it. Exactly. And when, when to do it. When to do it and then schedule it. So the... Um, we're going to be on a podcast. I love the name clarity and context and clarity context and clarity. So that, that is literally what this course is offering you. And it's literally what an experienced person has. When I heard that name context and clarity, I go, mm -hmm. Oh, I feel like when I get asked questions from staff here, all I'm providing is context and clarity. Yep. That's all I'm providing. Yep. And what does that do? That literally saves hours. Like each time. I answer one of those. Multiply that by 10 questions, by 10 days. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of hours. That's what the course is going to give you is the context and clarity to actually step in and become a builder, become a contractor. So email me at akg at f9productions.com uh, if you want the early bird special. Uh, if not, if this is later you're listening to it, it should be at the website architect, the number two, Ooh, dot com. Love it. Or I bought both of them. <laughs> Architects Guide Two. Archi and no, is it the number two as well? Nope, that one's different. So I haven't, I haven't picked. But let me, let me see if I can find it. He's just so I can confirm. He'll find it. I believe in him. Doo, doo, doo. He's Al Gitter Dun Gore. How can, can you not believe in him? Website can't be reached. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, it takes a while to publish it. I know. I just did one. I just made a website. You know what? I heard that you're really, really good at it. Longmontcommunitygardens.org. Check it out. It I, is Lance's new. It is Lance's new nonprofit. I didn't even. I don't know if I told y'all that. I started a, a nonprofit last year. Um, really excited about it because it has been a long time coming. I have managed that uh, this community garden. It's a leftover plot in the middle of Longmont. Uh, if anybody, if anybody feels like contributing, I would. I would love you forever, and we'll give you a free copy of uh, Inside the Fern or the uh, Al's book, Creativity the, Code. If you went to LongmontCommunityGardens.com and to the donate tab. Um, you will help us feed people. It's awesome. Yep. Yep. PDF. So <clears throat> it's either going to be architect2.com with the number two or architects guide to spelled T O. So architects guide to.com. There you have it. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, I like them. Yeah. Um, and then right now, if you're not, if you're not doing that transition or at least thinking about prepping yourself so that you have that context and clarity, you need context and clarity on how to model in Revit, and that's RevitRocketShip.com. And this is almost um, sort of a precursor. And what's great is that I think on the Architect2Builder.com, we're going to have a special section, and we're going to include our template in it because our template helps you model like it's the way it's going to get built. Yes. If you don't know how to use that template, you do have to go to RevitRocketShip.com. Boom. You'll learn Revit. It will honestly save you more money than than it costs. Um, so go check that out too. Yeah. So it'll give you all kinds of experience um, from our experience, right? I'll tell you who has some other some other experience. Arcat.com. They have nearly thirty years of experience assisting architecture professionals in their search for the best product products for their projects. Starting as a desktop reference with listings and manufacturers catalogs, Arcat has evolved into the number one most used website. That's right, for finding building product information today. ArcCat is an invaluable tool for AEC professionals, offering a powerful product search engine that is backed up by up-to-date CAD, BIM, and specifications. And just as it was in 1991, ArcCat offers all of this at no cost to the user and without requiring registration. So visit ArcCat.com today and see why architecture professionals have used it for three decades. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. Cool. Cool, cool. Okay, everyone's been riveted on the edge of their seats. Did Al pass the contractor's test? Man, I hope so. If yeah. he didn't, his, his wife said he's sleeping on the couch, Al. That's, no I need what? a builder. Hey. <laughs> If she said that, I would say done. <laughs> the baby's in our room. Oh my god! You're letting me sleep on the couch by myself, alone in a quiet room. Wow. So that's no threat to me. <laughs> <laughs> Should make more deals Piece like that. Of cake. <laughs> Studied for five days uh, and passed. I nice. passed. I passed. I passed. And I kind of want to review uh, what I did, just so everyone knows, uh, and, and kind of go through the process to take that test. It's you need to go to uh, Pearson View, which is P-E-A-R-S-O-N-V-U-E.com, right? It's kind of hard to get to. You have to know the code to look up the test, which is the ICC. So it's they're administrating an ICC code. Um, and I'm going to make a video of this and just include it in the contractor's course, um, just kind of as an extra bonus, just so if you're going through that course at that time, you will then be able to to kind of get all this information without having to file back through and find in the podcast where it was. 
Um, and it'll be a video too, so I'll probably pull up the website and all that. <clears throat> and then you'll find your tests. The F12 is the 2015 code. The W84 is the 2018 code. The W12 is the 2012 code. Just let you know. Um, <clears throat> I bought a practice test and it is at www.icc-exam.com. And that's the main way I studied besides having both books, the IBC and the IRC. So the first thing that I did before I even took those practice tests was I went through and if you look basically even before the table of context, it gives the chapter outlines and it gives a paragraph of what's in each chapter. Then I breezed through, looked through the table of context and then I literally flipped through every page in the book just to see what was there. Did that for the IBC, did the same thing for the IRC to give myself an overview. And then I took those practice tests, practice exams. And what's cool is that they break the first practice tests into like IBC questions and the second one to IRC. So you really get to know like what, what is in different chapters. Um, a couple times on the test, they told you according to the IRC, mm -hmm. I mainly use the IBC. How, what would you say percentage wise? Uh, 90. Yeah. 90. But, yeah. but you did bring both of them and they were both pertinent, huh? Yep. Yep, because I'll tell you the difference. <clears throat> the difference between the IRC and the IBC, the big one, obviously one's residential, one's building, but is how they lay out the chapters, right? So I don't know if you noticed, but the IRC is more intuitive. It literally, like after the first three <clears throat> chapters, I think it's found, let me, let me not get this wrong. I opened it up. Doo, 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 doo. All right. Chapter four is foundations. Chapter five is floors. It's kind of how you build. No, no, totally. Chapter six is wall construction. Yep. Chapter seven is wall coverings. Chapter eight is roof ceiling construction. Chapter nine is roof assemblies. Chapter 10 is sim uh, uh, chimneys. And then 11 is electrical, mechanical. And then you keep going. But mm -hmm, he, mm -hmm. they just logically placed it out. <clears throat> now let's look at Mr. IBC. Or Mrs. Don't really know. Doesn't know if I... They. they. They identify as anything other than maybe a book. So one is admin. Two is definitions. Three is use and classifications. Uh, I'm going to skip. Four is your special stuff. Five is general building heights. Six is type of construction. Seven is smoke. So they really need to switch chapter six before chapter five because they have the general heights and stuff by the types of construction. But if you don't know what the type of construction is first, then... Anyways, side point. Yep, yep. Seven is smoke and fire. Nine is interior finishes. Uh, oh, sorry, that was eight. Uh, nine is fire protection. Ten is means of egress. So, like, it's, it's not organized in wall system, floor system. It, it's just not like that, right? Yep. So that's one of the key differences. The, the tips that I have for you, besides, like, kind of organizing <laughs> it like that and doing the practice test, I'll tell you the difference between the practice test and the real test is that the practice test that I told you about, ICC-exam, it was real obvious what the answer was. Meaning like once you found it, like it was almost like a word for word. And so the biggest problem was knowing how to navigate swiftly yes. and correctly. Yep. yep. So, but the answer, like the question and the answer were almost like a paragraph yep. in there. I remember the same thing. 
It was in, it was one of the best tests I've ever taken. It yes. just felt good. It felt so logical, especially after taking the ARE test. Well, and here's why I think you should do it, even if you're not being a contractor, because now mm. if if you're on site or whatever, you know how to navigate it way yep. better. Yep. The test was, I would say, one kind of part removed. Like it wasn't it, meaning like the question wasn't exact exactly the paragraph. Mm-hmm. You got where they were going, and the major difference you're going to have between psychology between this test and the other test is the ARE test. The ART test you will study for a month, two months, whatever. And you basically, when the questions come, it's like, I know the answer Mm -hmm. because I studied for it. Mm -hmm. With this test, it's, I need to find the answer because they will ask you the most minuscule thing that you couldn't memorize ever. Like there's no way you could memorize these questions. It's not even possible when they're asking you rebar placement in a foundation wall that's eight foot high with a seven foot, like, you know, backfill, like you can't, you don't know that. Right. So you have to rely on, Hey, did I find where they were actually talking about? Bingo. That's what you have to rely on. And hone in on it. And, and you will know some, Mm -hmm. right. And it's better to take it right after the ARES because then even more of those will come back and like be right top of mind. So you'll even go faster and and all that. Um, And like Lance said, Lance said, oh, he'll he'll do it in an hour, right? Uh, I I would do my practice test, my my two practice tests. I got done in two hours. Oh, I said, I told you, you would finish it in an hour. Yeah. I swear to God, I thought I did. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to that episode. It just felt, maybe it was just so clear. It was so, it was such a better kind of test that I felt like it was an hour. And I feel like you took it closer to the time. Like you didn't take it right after, but probably within a year. No, two years. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, But anyways, uh, so then when I took the test, like there was, there was like a handful of them that I knew, but I was like, why not look it up? Honestly, why not look it up? And find it and double check it. So every question, I had time to actually find it, right? And the way I navigated and find it is that I didn't actually go straight to the tabs. You can have tabs. Is I went to the table of contacts and I knew the chapter. And then in the table of contacts, there's like, you know, like 10 different points. And then I would go right to that point. And if, if I couldn't find it in there, I'd go back to the glossary and look up the word. Right. So like I was literally every yep. time I would start in the front or the back. Nice. Right. And do that. Good strategy. Um, things to know, especially with the I, R, I, B, C is really look at your tables and know your tables. There's some questions where I'm, where they'll ask you like specifically, like what is the, um, rebar in here? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I, I, I've gotten ones wrong on the practice test where I didn't read the entire table. So normally like a table, like mm-hmm. it, 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 in real life, like table 14, allo- allowable areas, Ta- table 18, um, U.S. population to time growth. Like it's literally a, a four, cent- four word table headlines. The IRC, <clears throat> maximum allowable means roof heights permitted for buildings with aggregate on the roof in areas outside of a hurricane prone region. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and they might ask you like, <laughs> what is the allowable maximal mean roof height permitted for buildings with aggregate on the roof areas inside a hurricane prone area? And if you went to the wrong, like their table right next to each other, like you would have got the wrong thing. So like, just know that their tables are a paragraph long and find the right table first. Don't 
short the table. Don't, Don't GameStop the table. Game is what we're it. saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Other tip I have is um, this was maybe I don't know if it was new to me, but like the the main thing that you're trying to solve is where to find this information. And the hardest questions I had were concrete masonry construction questions because there's three chapters it could be in. Is it in structures chapter? Is it in the foundations chapter? Or is it in the masonry chapter? So like that's where maybe I'd spend a little bit more time. Look at those three. Like I didn't have enough time to, to do this. And this is kind of a tip of me taking it first and then you guys doing it later. Mm-hmm. Um, is besides skimming through, then take some time to look specifically at those three chapters. Know the, the differences of what information is going to be in there and what information is not going to be in there. Because this was on the practice test, not the real one, but it was, you know, what's the girder bearing on a concrete foundation? So I'm like, okay, girder bearing, like bearing distance, that should be in structures? Nope, not in structures. Oh, it should be in the foundations because it's in the foundations. Oh, no, it's in the masonry Masonry, chapter. Like, it's like, oh, well, crap. Took me like, I had to look through three chapters to find that. Yeah. I I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That, that's that's kind of my overview. And I, Yeah. And for anybody who is just about to finish their ARE tests or just finish them, oh, if you could just muster up <laughs> the gusto to do it and take take one of these contractor tests, yep. I, I just think you're going to, it's going to be, it's it's the way to do it. And, it's and the it, way to do it. If you're like, oh, I can't take one more test. I can't take one more test. It's not possible. Well, that last one that you pass, pretend like you failed it. Because like the fail rates are astronomical these days, mm-hmm. so it's 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 very easy that you could have failed the last one that you passed. <clears throat> and honestly, and then be like, oh, guess I better. And, and honestly, it might be one of the last tests. It should be the last test you ever have to take. The only one I can ever think of that I might have to take in the future is one of these little tiny renewal tests that sometimes I have to do. One of the ah, jurisdictions yes. where we where we operate in, <clears throat> it, you have to do a renewal test. They're not bad. Um, they're, they're, they're even more straightforward than, than the other, than the, the one you take, you know, class B or whatever. Uh, but might be like a class A, but still like, man, if if you, if you take the class B, you're just, you're really almost done at that point. So here's another thing too, just so you know, um, there's a lot of information out there about this class B and a lot of it is geared towards California. And it is wrong unless you're oh, in California. What a good segue. Because, and, and I'll tell you why. <clears throat> California, you not only have to take that test, but then you have to take like a law and business test. They're testing you that you know how to run your business and you know, it's basically, do you know how to comply with all the regulations that oh we made my up? God. You know, and it's 160 questions. Oh my and God. I think that's where someone, people said like, it took me like four times to pass oh. So don't, if you're in California, be scared because you, <laughs> you're in California. It's a nice place. You get sun. Good for you. I'm uh, standard of living's high. You just got to deal with that stuff. So bless your soul. Bless for the rest heart. of bless you, look into it, and you should only have to take, you know, the eighty questions all on code. So good to go. Speaking of California, speaking of it, yeah. Uh, 
number one, there we we published two episodes this week. Good for you. Good for everybody. Uh, for uh, Monday morning coffee, one was Mike Mike Ting Mike Mike Tingus. He is from uh, California, and I, so I highly encourage everybody to listen to that. Hear what he has to say about policies and how it's affecting development. He has an insider and an outsider view because he was on, uh, I think, a zoning commission or the city council, one of the two, but he served in one of those two capacities. He he has seen what it's like to be in the belly of the beast and then to operate around the belly of the beast. And the second thing is we have our good friend Adam Carolla stepping in for Nick, Nick Reeds. Today is Adam Reeds, and a couple weeks ago, Adam had on... Um, Adam reacted to, uh, so I'm just going to you know lead up to this, uh, Adam Reeds. Adam reacted to Bill Maher starting to, is it Maher, Mayor? Uh, he started to, Bill was ranting on his show about how long it's taken him to get solar panels up. And like, look, I want to be green, but these regulations are insane. And so Adam is going to give us his take on what Alex is talking about as it pertains to California. And, and I hope Californians who are listening to this uh, and people who are in places like that just reconsider maybe <laughs> what, not, you know, it's not about moving out, but like maybe it's time to streamline things. You know, I get the idea that it's hard to abolish things, but at some point, at some point, like something's got to give because it's, we, we cannot build houses. We cannot do things with this, this amount, the amount of red tape that's increasing every single year. So, well, and, and, I'll tell, at our firm, we we are trying to reduce and improve. And and one of the questions that we're going to be asking our, our our people is like, hey, if it's a simple house, do you really need to format, layout, put on a sheet, a reflected ceiling plan? Or can you put the height on the floor plan? Like if there's like, do we need it? Yep. Um, there's probably a couple other. The electrical exam- plans, we recently split them into outlets versus right. switches and that came from our subcontractor saying he would prefer it that way yep now yep. we have no complaints and and here's an example so how and and we might maybe if i find time advocating <laughs> in, in denver um because they're being a little bit crazy and and here's the example is like i don't think you can convince them to reduce things because they'll always come up with an idea of why they should review it and look at it well it's just safer and better if we review it and look at it so when you go into a normal city, right, you have your architecture plans, civil plans, structural plans, all this other stuff, right? And you submit it, and they have different permits to go with that planning, all you know, whatever. And they take care of it, and you might have some comments, and then you know you finally get through it. Blah blah, blah might take a while. Denver not only has that, but they make you then resubmit part of the plans to different sections, but don't even tell you to do that. And then if you don't do it in different sections or make a different, like a literal different number for it, then they reject it and then they have to review it again. It's like, wait, 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 you're telling me that there's no way because, oh, they have to put in a different folder, but they're not going to do it. You're going to do it. There's no way they could take that set and then tell all those entities, hey, here's the set. There's a drawing legend on it. Access this folder because it's on the cloud. (laughs) Everyone, we know who's all aware of it. Please put this in your queue and start the process. Get it done. What? <laughs> Why is it a separate way? All of your excuses 
are just excuses. Stop that. All right. Let's hear what Adam has to say with Adam Reeves. You know, uh, Bill echoed something I've said for a million years, which is you don't hate the government. Fine. You don't hate the government because you're living in a rent controlled apartment in Santa Monica. Try building something. Try pulling a permit in California. Try asking them for permission to do a project and then get back to me in a year and tell me what you think of big government. They this this regulation thing is something, you know, we talk a lot about taxes and we talk a lot about immigration and we talk about schooling and the haves and the have nots. One of the biggest things that is that will fuck up a state is when it gets over regulated. California is so heavily regulated that. Yes, you don't get the housing built for the homeless because it's too much. And no, uh, the jobs, you know, Elon Musk and company, they all leave. And when you talk to guys who run like fast food franchises and you go, would you open a franchise in uh, Los Angeles? They laugh. They're like, fuck it. I don't got enough time. Or when your house burns down in Malibu because of a wildfire and you ask the person, you're going to rebuild. And they're like, no, Coastal Commission. I don't have five years to get my shit approved. I don't look, it can only when the government is big, it can only go this way. This is what this is. This is the direction it goes. It goes into regulation. The question is, is do you want it bigger and do you want more regulation? And Bill is finding that out because I think Bill sat in his house and smoked pot for the first part of his life. And at some point he tried to build something. And when he tried to build something, that's when you turn into a guy who sounds like me because I try to build shit all the time and you run into this. And the other thing you run into what you create. So we're sort of talking yesterday that when the government's too big and they're too draconian with their laws and they lock it down too hard, you then get a group of people that do things you don't want them to do. Like they act out, they start rebelling. You know what you get in Los Angeles Everyone tries to bootleg all their building shit because you're like, fuck it. I'm not going to go in with my checkbook down on my knees and deal with a year of planned approvals. I'm just going to fuck it. I'm going to try to sneak it past everyone. So now you have what you don't want as a city, which is a bunch of unpermitted uh, bootleg structures going up everywhere. But no one wants to no one wants to deal with it. Like I said, the most. Chilling words I heard from the uh, inspector or from the uh, building and safety office in Glendale after I was trying to build like a storage floor up in my uh, in 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 a warehouse. And the inspectors came in and busted me and told me I had to pull a permit and blah, blah, blah. When I went in and there was this like 27 year old chick behind the counter. She's like, what do you want to do? with your warehouse. And I said, uh, first off, I, I don't know why they need to know, but I said, uh, it's none of your business. <laughs> I'm going to store some cars. I'm going to store some cars in it. And she went, they might let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> they might let you do that. You who owns the property, you who pays the taxes. They might let you do that. They might let you do that. So, yeah. so I shared that. I shared well, that. I well shared. nowhere I thought he was going. What? Was, um, oh, you're building, a, you know, a storage place, a barn, you know, whatever. And, and this is more in the county for us. What are you going to put in there? Oh, you know, just like lawn equipment and things. 
Are you going to put any gas in there? You mean for my lawnmower? Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Like, this is literally the conversations. Ooh, that might be hazardous. You have motor oil in there? Or paint? How much? Like, I don't know. Like, a bucket that I got from my contractor that's been left in my garage for eight years? Like, I'll probably put that bucket in there. How big is that bucket? Is it approved? Like, we might need to have a hazard list, like... And check that. Like, that's literally what happens. And I you're like, what is going on? In the county of Boulder. Yeah. What mm -hmm. are you putting in there? Nothing. I actually just like the space. Yoga. Yeah. I'm going to do yoga in there. <laughs> I just need that amount of space for yoga. So just with that perspective, that I shared that because I've said it before on uh, when I was when I used to post on Facebook and Twitter or whatever. Like, I think voting habits would change. And I'm not saying people would go in a direction you might be guessing. I'm saying just entire like like something giant would change with the way we think about regulation and government and everything. If you were in, if you once, if everybody in everybody in America tried to do one of three things: uh, start a family, uh, buy a house, or build. And the third one is pertinent to this one: is if you try to build anything, I, I if everybody had the opportunity to do it, if everybody could afford to do it. Just think it would change. And and I'm and I don't think you're even saying you wouldn't even have to change if you call yourself Republican or Democrat. You would let's say you're Democrat and Libertarian, it, whatever. Yep, and, and you say, Well, I like helping the people in affordable housing and all that. The same answer is get rid of these regulations, make it streamlined, stop pampering people that are driving up prices like your same goal like you can still have your same goal yes. in mind yes it's just that process is ridiculous and yep. you'd realize it yep so the other thing that's hampering building right now is lumber prices and uh, so i just put together a uh, i've had a couple projects die recently uh they're gonna be build projects simply because of costs just through the roof and and no matter how efficient and uh, different ways we tried to save people money. You name it, we tried it. I want everybody to go to if they go to if they just go to nasdaq.com forward slash market activity forward slash commodities forward slash lbls. And what well, you could also look up, uh, you could just Google like uh, lumber prices Nasdaq. Go to the year chart. Scroll over to once you're at the year chart. Scroll over to this summer. So in, in, in June, basically, lumber prices were on average. The index is uh, basically, <clears throat> they just put a number to it. So the number is 351. That's the one I'm on. It's at 857 right now. Lumber prices have went up 2.5 times, 250%. And that drives everything, as you know, right? So w windows. Well, they got to pass that lumber cast host on to somebody else, right? Uh, Someone just said to me, oh, I thought Zip would be cheaper in line because lumber prices went on. The Zip went up because they went because up. Because lumber prices went up. Like, what do you think Zip is made of? Yes. It's not green. It's not just made out of green. <laughs> <laughs> green material. Just the color. It's made of the color green. And so so there's there's a bunch of different reasons of why lumber's, lumber has went up. Number one, everybody everybody and their mom is building. Uh, money is cheap right now, right? Uh, so meaning meaning... You're, we're getting these stimulus checks. Uh, corporations, big and small, are getting uh, PPP loans. Um, the pe people are also moving from places again, like California, New York, uh, to places like where we live, 
or or Idaho, and maybe Florida, maybe with Florida Nick. moving in with moving Nick. in he with Nick. His house to yep. people. When we heard about Nick's ta- taps, taxes, and fees, man, I got to tell you, Florida looks pretty good. Um, plus, they're open for business, so I, it's not stopping anytime soon. The other thing is too, think about how much money we print, right? So there's two kinds of inflation. One is we're just inflating the amount of dollars we have in circulation, and then with that, there's also inflation in 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 uh, what things cost, right? Just because well, inflation in housing costs, yeah. meaning the same house could be built the same way. But if you spend four years in reviews of people looking at it and not making a single difference whatsoever, Thank the cost you. went up because of inflation. Thank you. So uh, be aware of that stuff. <laughs> I don't have the solutions. I don't have the solutions. I know the problems. Um, and I, I guess maybe if, if, if we're identifying the problems in this podcast and it reaches enough people... There could be some mass um, change in the horizon. I hope so. I pray for it. It would be great. Um, and with that, I think we have the crew coming down for A-R-E Jeopardy. Question number one. You need a blank inch clearance airspace from a masonry fireplace to combustible framing. You guys got the question? A, two inches. B, four inches. C, one inch. D, one and a half inch. Clearance airspace from masonry fireplace to combustible framing. What is combustible? Don't know if you guys know that. You can light it on fire. B, A, C, C. Correct answer is A, two inches. Dose inches. Question number two. What is the largest variance you can have between stair riser heights? I know this one. Got it? You think it's going to be easy, but we're tricking you up. A, 0.375 inches. B, 0.275 inches. C, 0.25 inches. D, 0.15 inches. You should know this one. You should. What do we got? A, 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 you are all correct. Great job. Three-eighths of an inch is 0.375. Deal. Do you normally think about it in three-eighths rather than? Yeah. Yes. Number three, if you double the weight of a stud wall by adding a gypsum board layer to both sides, how many points can your STC rating increase by? A, two, B, three, C, four, D, five. We got B, C, C, C. And the correct answer is D. Number four. Which is five. Yes, which is five. Number four. In places such as hotel room to hotel room, conference room to conference room, and apartment to apartment, with listing conditions of shouting generally not being audible, your target STC rating should be what? A, 75 or above, B, 65 or above, C, 55 or above, or D, 45 or above. Conference rooms? Uh, Conference room to conference room. Okay, I'm going to guess. Okay, we have B, D, C, and D. Uh, I'll guess D to make it honest. Correct answer, C. Ah, 45. Is that 45? 40, uh, no, no, 55. 55. Really? 
55 for that. 55. Yep, you're apartment man, so you should know. Okay, who? what do we got for scores? We got 2-2, two, 1-1. Two, two, two. One, one. We have a tiebreaker. Oh, do we have a tiebreaker? I have question? a tiebreaker. All right. I will watch this. Oh, who my God. Okay, okay. okay. All right. The quickest one, the quickest answer, quickest, quickest correct answer wins, right? Tiebreaker. What has been the leading cost increase for building materials on a percentage basis during the COVID era? What has been the leading cost increase for building materials on a percentage basis during the COVID era? Lumber is yeah. correct. <laughs> I thought that would be a layup. I thought that would be way quicker. What the hell, Gresh? Yeah. <laughs> I hope the listeners. I hope the listeners were just shouting. They, they were at what? The, lumber, what? lumber, lumber, lumber. Yep. No else. If you're also shouting for the architect for builder course. Email me at akg at f9productions.com for the intro special. That's all I have. Lance. Uh, I just want to say thanks for being a listener. If this podcast has helped you out at any point in your career, please share it with a friend, a family member, somebody else. Pass it on. And if you're a new listener, I need to start saying this every time. If you're a new listener and you just, this is your first episode or maybe you, maybe two or three previous episodes, go back to episode zero. Do yourself a favor. Start from episode zero. Leave us a five-star review. See you next week.